The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. We're glad you found us. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show. Ooh, why am I hearing myself in stereo? That's so strange. Okay, welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show. This is the place where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm Dr. Dream, and I'm so grateful to be here with you on Unity Online Radio and to have Nancy T joining me today. We're simulcasting on unityonlineradio.com. And if you want to call in with a dream or with a question or anything you want to share about, the number is 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555. And you can also follow us and watch us on Facebook Live. And you can go to my Facebook page, which is Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams. And you can also go to Nancy Telzero's page, which is Nancy Telzero. Or are you doing, are you doing it straight from your page, Nancy? I am. Yeah. Okay. Nancy tells her. All right. So welcome. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff related to you and your dreams today. Today is dream day Q and a, and these are my favorite. These are my favorite shows, even though I love the guests that um, we get to speak to. It's so wonderful, but I love to hear about you and your dreams. So don't be shy. Today's the day to call in with your dreams. 816-251-3555. And let's start the show because there's so much going on, Nance, in this crazy world. Maybe start with Luminous Humanist quote, and then we'll do a little prayer to, and then we'll come out dreaming. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound great. All right. Hey, and you, you know look what? So the cute. music is just a tad loud. So let's just Is turn it? Okay. Awesome. I'm turning let's it turn down. It down just... Ocho the Invisible, turn it down. That's how's that? Yeah, is that better? I think that's a little better. Yeah, I was just starting to get into it, so then it's like I forget to listen. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to be so good that we forget to listen. <laughs> so let's start with March sixteenth. It's the day after the Ides of March. Mm. Allow Renoir to paint your life. Take a moment and see your life through the lens of how a brilliant artist would perceive you. Even now, in this ordinary moment, imagine how he or she would paint, sculpt, or carve a masterpiece inspired by you simply being you. Envision a challenge you're currently grappling with. Now see how this genius would express your life through a block of wood, a hunk of clay, or a life-size canvas shining a light on resources hidden in your blind spot that you can't yet see. And the affirmation is, through the eyes of a brilliant artist, my life is a glorious work of art. 
Thank you, Nancy T. <laughs> so let's Hot turn dog. within. Let's take all that with us. Let's just take a breath and turn within. Let's just close our outer eyes if we're able to and open our inner eyes. Let's unplug from the mayhem that's going on in the world and sometimes in our psyche and even with all of the the wild stuff going on with this what is this it's a, like a not a meteor shower it's kind of there's all kinds of stuff going on in this world so let's just unplug from the matrix and let's just plug into our own inner source the motherboard as it were the the god source within let's just take a big deep breath and open the skylight of our mind Let's allow the sunlight of the spirit to come beaming through, shining through, illuminating our consciousness, elevating us to the mountaintop of our greatest awareness, that place where we have that, ah, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. We all have that mountain peak available to us. It's always here. And it sometimes seems elusive, but really all we have to do is take a breath, turn within, and desire our connection with clarity, with that lucidity, so that we can bring that awakeness to this dream that we're collectively having. We are collectively dreaming right now, and in this collective dream, there's a war going on in Ukraine, and we have brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and aunties and uncles and, and animals and all manner of life that is going through all kinds of turmoil. And we're connected to that. So whether we're directly in the line of fire or we're simply sensitive beings that can feel what's happening and care, we're being affected by the things that are happening, the solar flares and all of that. But we are endogenous beings. We're not just indigenous. We're not just affected by our climate and by what's happening. We create our own climate. We have the ability to tap into a higher source and actually be a resource for this world. So let's tap into that, that higher realm, that realm that dreams us, that gives us solutions, that helps us to be empowered, even under the most difficult circumstances. And as we do this, we become lighthouses ourselves, helping other people by our presence to also become the lighthouse in their life. So with that, I just say thank you for your dreams. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for your love and your consciousness. Thy will be done for the highest good of all. And so it is. Amen. Oh, amen. Ah, dreams. And ah, Nancy T. <laughs> good to see you, honey. It's always a blessing. I've been just pretending like you're right here. So maybe we should start. Do you have any dreams that you want to share? And then we'll get into our guests' dreams. And by the way, if you don't know, you can call in 816-251-3555 if, we, if you want your voice to be heard. If you just want to post in the chat on my Facebook page, which is Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams, then you can also do that. And those aren't as reliable because I don't always get to see those, but we'll try. We'll do the, our best to be in both worlds. Okay, yes. let's start with and you, I'm Nancy. I'm on T. hand with the Facebook, so if oh, you great. write something awesome. here, I will include it in the show. Oh, great, 
fabulous. Okay. (laughs) So first of all, you know, you were the one that told me about this, these, this solar activity. So tell me what, tell me what caught your attention. Cause I thought that was interesting. I'm going to look, open up this text because this client of mine keeps sharing these things with me. And it's, it's like, there's this, it's like a confluence of activity that's happening out there in the solar world. That's making everybody feel a certain way. So mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're feeling exhausted, drained, um, having extremely vivid dreams, uh, almost like like you're juggling a million things, but maybe even with the idea that I think it's still going to be all okay, it's part of this. But I have so many people saying, I don't know what it is. I can't get enough sleep or I'm dreaming so much. I feel exhausted when I wake up, but everybody I know is like drained drain mm. and i said i i keep saying to my clients you know you're full, you're part of the collective because i'm hearing this from everyone and then i found out there's actually solar activity to back that up um mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah that's intense so so i'm wondering if people are noticing this and if they're feeling it and maybe you know there's always i'm always looking for the bright side of anything even like the the creature from the black lagoon i could find like a spark of something positive there but if we're dreaming more vividly then maybe we can catch these dreams and we can work with them i mean there's we are sensitive beings that are affected by the people places and circumstances around us for sure and we want to be sensitive we don't want to be brick houses that are pushing everybody away and and not feeling anything it's a gift to get to feel but at the same time if it's if it's making it hard for us to function then it's time to unplug from that matrix and plug into our higher realm that we can always always plug into and one way to do that is to work with our dreams so that's why i think it's so important to talk about them today what were you going to say nance I was going to say, have you noticed your dreams being more good? I mean, you have really good dreams anyway, but have you noticed like extra stuff happening lately? Well, I have, okay, so I've been saying, so here's just a little stuff. So my, my dog Lola passed away a few months ago and then I lost my other dog Priya this last, so it's been not quite a, a week. It was, it'll be a week tomorrow and I'm. I'm feeling good right now, but it's been, oh my Lord, it has been a tsunami of a week and there's no sugarcoating how, how painful this has been on a like deeply, deeply soul level. Um, when Lola passed away the two years leading up to Lola passing away, my sleep was so erratic that I was, I, I did remember dreams, but I was my sleep has been really wonky and it still is. I'm still having, I've never in my whole life had a difficult time sleeping. I've always hit the pillow, conked out, but it's been harder. So I have compassion for so many people that tell me about this. And my dreams have been much more hit and miss lately, but guess what? What? So I had a conversation. I'm doing the DreamWork Summit for the Shift Network and I'll be letting everybody know how you can participate in it. It's free. It's great dream workers from around the world. It's an amazing confluence that I hope everybody can come to. Anyway, I was doing one of the interviews with Robert Wagoner, who's been on the show before. He's an incredible lucid dreamer. He's written several books on the subject, has recorded thousands of his own lucid dreams. And in his conditioning field for the first time ever, and I've been around him so much, and I've just kind of resigned myself. I'm not really a lucid dreamer. But last night I had a whole bunch of lucid dreams and it was like, 
Oh my God, I can do this. It was amazing. (laughs) And it wasn't like I did anything that fantastic in it, but I was aware that I was dreaming in the dream. And so one thing I started, so this is one thing that was really cool. I said, Oh my God, I'm dreaming. I'm aware I'm dreaming. And it was kind of abstract. Like it was sort of like a Picasso series of paintings, just like random shapes and weird things that were really beautiful and vivid. But I said, okay, if I'm having a lucid dream, what do I want? What do I want to do? And all of a sudden the word want, I felt the heaviness of the word want. And it felt, and it became like the Grand Canyon. And I was like, oh my God, whenever we say I want something, we create a deficit. It's like we become aware of the absence. Right. And I've, and I've known that I've heard that blah, 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 the jargon, but I never noticed it so vividly. So I said, okay, what's the, what maybe I should say, what would I delight in having? What am I having? What am I allowing? And the energy changed to this incredible whoosh of joy. And this woman emerged. So maybe this is the part that could be interpreted. You know how the Ziegfeld Follies, like you look at them sometimes from above and you see them with their like taffeta outfits and they're spinning around. So there is this one dancer in yellow, bright, like canary tulip yellow that was like, twirling around and it was so beautiful and she was looking up at me and and I was zooming in I wanted to see the details of her face and she was so beautiful so it was just this like yellow zigfield dancing woman and then I kind of drifted off and for that was that was the end so there you go <laughs> and you always dreaming. say you always say everyone in the dream is you and you, I always call you the sunshine and she's oh. yellow and she's dancing. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and she was kind of surrounded in, I always talk about the 50 feet of fleece that came from another dream that was like a protective buffer. So she was surrounded in like yellow taffeta, <laughs> not exactly yeah. fleece, but okay. That's mine. And I see we're starting to get some calls. So oh, good, yeah, good, good. But let's, let's, let, let's do one of yours because I know we always get kind of short shrift here. Let's give oh, you, you know, a moment. I, and then I, I honestly, like last night, I remember Dana was in my dream. Oh, and we were trying to plan something. It was just Dana's but birthday. Honestly, that's that's you know is Dana's birthday and I've been thinking about Dana so much so he's he joined me for a minute and we were just trying to plan something probably something for you my guess that's <laughs> usually if we get together plan oh stop it do, some more but that was it we were I was just it was a it felt business like wow like business like and that was it I don't remember anything else which I'm so sitting here saying and dreams are so vivid and I'm like ah, la, la, I don't remember but that's all I got but well and it, it fits perfectly because he is running around in the back of my mind at all times right now. I'm thinking. Oh, and, yeah. and if, um, what does Dana represent to you? Well, Dana, um, I mean, I'm lately I'm thinking of him in connection to Priya, but I think of him as soul connection period. And Priya is my dog that just passed by the way. Yes. And, and she and was Dana, his dog. Yes. And Dana is the kind of person that's not really going to be around you unless he does feel you in his soul. That's just who he is. So he's like a soul connection um, with the world. I mean, I feel like whoever he's with, he's not going to really take the time unless there's that. He can feel that. So that's what he needs. Oh, wow. Okay. So if it were my dream. Yeah. (laughs) 
and I was dreaming about my husband, I was dreaming about Dana, I think that he's the masculine aspect of me that is connected to creativity and and not just creativity for creativity's sake, but kind of creativity and manifesting and like bringing creative dreams to life. I mean, some people think of Dana as like sort of a Willy Wonka character where he's got a magical quality that he, he is a, he is a dream bridge. So, um, and yeah, so I would think I'm, I'm connecting with my own masculine energy that is helping me manifest my dreams. And I'm also having compassion for that part of myself that is normally super strong, that is having a vulnerable moment that could use a little love, especially right now with, in the absence of the physical absence of Priya. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I did dream about Priya the other night. Did so you? she, I mean, just, I was just wrapping a blanket around her and I was like, <gasps> and then I woke up. So let's Aww. maybe take a, let's Because that's see. the kind of mama you are. That's yeah. you, you took like all four of your dogs. I've been with all of them and you're oh. just such a good caregiver. The way you you. are and how loving you are. And I mean, I've heard people say they're like my kids and I almost like I don't believe them, but I, you've never said that, but I think that about you and you treat them that way, each one of them. And it's just, just so amazing. And when I think of all of them together, you know, I thank you. Yeah, they are all together. This is the first time Dana and I've been together 20 years. This is the first time we will be, we have an empty nest no dogs. So it's a, it's a moment and maybe it means we need to travel more. Okay. So let's, let's talk to somebody we haven't talked to in a bit. Miss Anna Oceana from Puerto Rico, where my sister is currently hailing and I'd love to connect (laughs) the two of you. I don't know if you saw my WhatsApp, Anna, but welcome to the show. Anna, what's on your heart? Yeah. Thanks. No, thank you for that message (laughs) officially on the air. (laughs) Yeah. I uh, I sent you a response. I thought you got it. Um, no, maybe I never didn't did. actually send it. Um, maybe. Yeah. Sorry about that. All good. All good. So what <laughs> are you, what's on your heart with regards to dreams? And I now am relocated in California, Northern California. <gasps> so I'm, I'm, I was moving back when you were sending me that. That's what I was just oh, talking about. Okay. Welcome back to Cali. She's coming Thanks. back to Cali. So my dream Cali. is about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um first of all it's nice to be here with you and and nancy welcome back nancy thank you um yeah and and blessings to you and your your new journey with your mother and spirit realm yay nancy appreciate that yeah 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 Yeah, i remember that happened last time i was i was on so um so what are you dreaming yeah yeah, um, so I was dreaming about a path that I've been on um, in El Junque, which is the National Rainforest in Puerto Rico. And um, I'm having a hard so time. My mom and I were on a road trip. Down just a I little sure more. can. I'm sorry. I sure I just want to hear everything she's yep. saying. I don't yes. Know okay. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead, honey. What? Sorry. We were talking about the okay. rainforest. You were, okay, you were, ta- so, the dream is about a path you've been on and in, you were talking about the rainforest yeah. in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So they're like, there is like my mom and I were driving on a road trip. We were visiting or I don't know, maybe I was living there still, but my mom was with me and we were, we had rented a car 
and we were going to the north of the island, and then we got to the rainforest at this trailhead where I've, where I've been um, mm. several times before in the Yunque. And um, it's all mountains, you know, in waking life. It's just mountains. There's, like, there's no residences or anything. And so I started walking. We got there kind of, like, in the late afternoon. And as we started, like, I don't know, like, a couple of hundred meters in, not even, like, maybe 150 something, my mom was like, uh, let's get back. Let's let's get going. Um, I think it's, it's going to be getting dark. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, we've only been a little distance, and I know the way back. Like, it's fine, you know. Like, <laughs> we can go a little longer. Um, and then... Oh, but before that, I think, like, the spirit of my mom's sister entered the path from, like, the outer realm <laughs> sky, mm-hmm. um, like, kind of where normally there's a cliff, it goes down, but she just, like, appeared from the side. And okay. as we were walking back, my mom started expressing concern about food, and then, like, she disappeared, and she was, like, kind of rushing towards the car, and I had all of a sudden these two dogs. One of them was like the dog of um, a beloved. And I was like taking care of. And this other one was like a white dog. I don't think it was leashed. It was just like kind of slowly walking by me. And it had like mm. a big black patch on it. Mm. It was like a golden retriever, but it was all white, like a big white dog. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dogs but um, then. I noticed as I was getting towards the road, my mom was like, because she was concerned, she was like, oh, maybe we're going to have to ask for help or directions or, like, we need to find food, you know, and I was Mm. like, no, it's fine, like, but then as we turned back and, like, started walking back towards the trailhead, I started, like, instantly feeling concerned about what she was talking about, even though I knew we were only, like, 100 meters to the trailhead, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, um, and it was like the the longest pace, like going to the back to the trailhead, at which point my mom had disappeared. I had these two dogs. I was like starting to look for food and it got really dark. Mm. And then like up above, like they're in waking life, there are no houses, like I said, but there was like this house, like in the far off distance. And I was cognizant of it in the dream thinking like, maybe they can see me. Like they're wondering what I'm doing with these two dogs, like in the dark, <laughs> And I kind of felt vulnerable. And then um, this car arrived. And that's pretty much like where the dream ended, where this this family, this big Puerto Rican family gets out. And she's like kind of talking to me in a New Rican accent, the mom. And she's with like her husband or partner and like her sister and her sister's partner. And then these three kids get out and it's like this uh, four by four, like big, you know, four door car. And she's like asking me if I want food. She's like, hey, chica, hmm. like, what's up? Like, que, que necesita? you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like what's going on? Like, what, what do you need? And, and then I wow. was like, because I was about to ask for help, but I was like, Hey, and then she's like, do you need food? And I was like, okay. She's like, well, we, oh. all we have is uh dog food. <laughs> and then she like, can it be dog food? And oh I was God. like, okay. And then, and then like her sister was like, Oh, I have some chewy bars, like granola bars. You want these? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, great. Mm. I don't even really want this food, but okay. And then I was like, kind of just that's where the dream ended. As, oh, also okay. the interesting and important element is that um, my sweetie, like I was standing at the path. And that was another element that came in. Like he never really appeared. Like I was wondering, like my mom was like, when is he coming also? And that's when um, she decided to go to the car. And I was like, oh, I don't know. But, like, when I was kind of at the at the trailhead, like, kind of looking around, waiting for him, my mom, like, decided to go to the car. Um, mm-hmm. 
that's when I didn't, I don't even know where that's why I had the dogs. So like if I was supposed to give them to him, but then at that point when my mom disappeared and it was dark and I had no food and I didn't know if these people were just going to keep going on the road, I was like imagining like, how am I going to get out of here with these dogs? Like I just felt kind of stranded and abandoned and like oh, really vulnerable. Okay. And yeah. And I was like, how I was imagining, like, are we going to get all these dogs, like these dogs in this car with this whole family and myself? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, just for the the brevity of it all, um, let's see, what's, is, there's so much going on in this dream. Is there one particular part that you're most curious about or most, um, most interested in? So we could just dial in. Well, yeah, there were like, there was, there were a couple, like one was, um, I was curious about like the feeling of my mom leaving and like the insistence mm-hmm. of like, even though we were so close, like why mm-hmm. that last hundred ah. meters had to be so, um, okay. arduous or not arduous, mm-hmm. but like kind of like gripping, you know, and, and yeah. the sense of abandonment I felt in a place ah. that like, yeah. Ah, okay, great. All right. So Nancy T, I'm going to let you, I can feel you chomping, chomping, chomping. So go ahead and take a, take a bite. If you're open to that, Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nancy. Okay. So, um, the, the main thing, if I'm thinking of the family and the mom sort of disappearing, but then what was interesting to me is right when you started to get a little bit vulnerable, where you started to think, Oh no, I'm in the dark. Uh, it's, there are dogs, I need food, you get to this point where you need, need, need what shows up, but an entire family. And right away, I thought about you moving. And I wondered if, if you've mm. been well, like, if your family has been helping you with that, or if this is like, just sort of reflecting that or, or mm-hmm. if you're moving to family or away from family, or if it had to do something with that, but it just felt very connected to this move. And that they, they were there and they seemed to have everything you needed, even if it was dog food, because <laughs> I right. sort of took care of at least who you were with. <laughs> right, right. Um, but that was what I could get from it. I was having a little bit of tough time hearing and I wonder if it's my earbuds. But, ah, um, that's I think what you I got. got. That's awesome. Ooh, okay. I want to weigh in. I'm, yes. I'm excited about this dream. If it were mine, I, I love the symbolism of the path and the trailhead. So it feels like. I'm on a hero's journey here. And there's, there's in Clarissa Pinkola Estes's book, women who run with the wolves. There's a, there's a story about um, Vasilisa and it's about kind of the mother daughter bond. And it's about where the, 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 the path diverges from being with the mother kind of taken care of and in her conditioning field and then being on her own. And this feels very much like kind of a rite of passage um, my mom in the dream, if this were mine, is sort of the sort of the representing like the worry wart aspect of me. And there's some part of me, the Anna part, that's mm-hmm. like, no, I got this. This is easy. This is let's go. Let's have an adventure. So this is like these two different the mother aspect that's more safekeeping oriented, more like I just want everything to be safe and okay. But there's the adventurous ooh, time. Oh my goodness, we'll continue to wrap this up on the other side of this break and when we get there we're going to take all of y'all dreams so don't go anywhere we'll be right back and stay close we'll be right back. throughout history dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success 
Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Practical Spirituality. Positive Messages. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org. The Voice of an Awakening World. Dream Interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back. We're on the other side of our break here on Unity Online Radio. This is the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Today is Dream Day Q&A. So call in if you have a dream, 816-251-3555. We were just talking, Nancy T and I were just talking with Anna, and who's no longer from Puerto Rico. Um, We were talking about kind of wrapping up this epic dream. And I was just saying that it felt very hero's journey-esque. She's walking, um, I'm going to try to do the best I can to projectively do it. So I'm putting it in, if it were my dream, if it were my dream, I'm, I'm at this trailhead. My mom is nervous. We don't have enough sustenance. It's getting dark, but the, the Anna character in me is like, no, I can do it. I want to go, let's go further. And then all of a sudden there's these dogs that show up that I'm suddenly taking care of, or, or not exactly sure who's they belong to. And then um, mom sort of disappears going off to take care of things. And then I am greeted by a family who feeds me. That's kind of the nutshell. And I was just saying that I feel like there's, if it were my dream, there's a rite of passage happening. I'm sort of recognizing the distinction between the caretaking mother aspect. And this might be very much related to waking reality, like distinguishing the difference, autonomizing from mom and her maybe more worried tendencies and and giving sway to more of my adventurous tendencies or or at least wanting to keep that adventurous spirit alive and trusting that even if I go down the path like I I know my way I find my way and I and even if for some reason I do get scared and lost there's I always find the I always meet the right people at the right time that will feed me, even if it's strange food, even if it's dog food Um, and what to do with the dogs. So in some way, the dogs, if it were my dream are my instinctual self and there's two of them. So it's kind of like instincts to the power of two. And I'm feeling responsible, even though I'm a little bummed, my sweetie isn't there with me, but there's this trying to gather myself and find my way in this new world. And I think the last thing I want to say is, wow. some friends of mine that are that are pretty awesome travelers, um, and Nancy, you know one of them, Glenn, Glenn and Genevieve. Glenn was talking about how when you're in the spirit of adventure when you're traveling, things always work out, even if you run out of gas, even if everything goes dark, even if you get lost. It's like there's something about the energy of it's going to work out that has things work out, and the energy of worry is the thing that has things not work out. And that doesn't mean that there's not a place for that, like the, you know, to take care of the basics and to have that mother aspect. But it feels to me like I'm rooting for the Anna aspect that is okay without mom and is okay without the beloved. And, and I can fit in my dogs and I'm, and I'm always fed. Anyway, those are my thoughts, Anna. Mm -hmm. How is that landing on you? 
Are you, is that leaving you with I'm anything? I'm just like shaking my fists up like, hurrah, hurrah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you so you much for sharing that, honey. Journey, but close. Yay, and congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for sharing it with us. Check in and let us oh, know how you. it continues. Okay, honey. I will. All right. Let's take one from our, let's get our Denise, because Denise, we know, she always, she's able to get it right in there. So, Denise, welcome to the show. Hi, how are y'all? Great. What are you dreaming about, honey? Let me see. Can you hear me? Now we can, yeah. There it is. Okay. Yeah, I took it off speaker. Um, I was driving. Okay. um, A quick, a little quick, it's always quick with me. Had a dream. That I was at a, um, I don't know, it was something. It was some kind of function, but uh, was nobody at the function. Or all I saw in the dream was me and another person. But anyway, I think it was a female. She came up to me, and she said, Denise, Denise. <laughs> she said, Denise, Denise, I got some cake for you. I guess the whole world, even in my dreams, they know I love cake. Anyway, <laughs> um, and I said, um, I, I think I was sitting down. Then I got up, and I had a huge sheet cake. I could barely even carry it. I said, I don't need your cake. I got my own cake. And it was this big, huge um, um, a sheet cake. Uh, I say sheet was squared, but it was actually bigger than sheet. It was two times sheet. I'm surprised I could carry it. But I said, well, then I looked, and I said, well, it looks like somebody got a couple pieces, but that's okay. This is still more than enough for me. And that was the end of the dream. Oh my Lord. I love it. Okay, Nancy, I'm going to let you take a little stab, a little bite out of this cake. What's your thought, honey? You know, what's crazy. Is it? I, I mean, I just love you, Denise. And it's good to hear your voice. Um, I, you know, what's when I hear this, if this were my dream, I would think, yes, some, I can be, at, I can be anywhere. And no matter what anyone offers me, I've already got it all. Like mm. I, it's like a place uh. of prosperity, a place of plentiful yeah. a place. Just the other day yeah. I was taking a shower and I ran out of shower gel and I realized I had a whole nother one under my cupboard and I could bring it in. And I felt so prosperous <laughs> in that moment. And isn't that crazy? Yeah. Cause so many people just, you know, they run out of soap. They're like, Oh, got to go to the store. And I had extra. And so that's what this, <laughs> this dream reminds me of that in this cake. I've got, I've got all I could ever need. And I love that. Yeah. It's, like you're, it's like you saying to you i got it i got all of it i got it yeah it's gravy but this is great i that's what i, I that's felt what exactly I that that yeah. is the feeling that yes, i had I i'm cake, like you know so I'm with you <laughs> yeah and i'm actually getting what i love it's not like i was holding i do like dog or uh, i don't know piece of cantaloupe i'm loving something that everybody knows i'm obsessed with and i'm holding this huge sheet cake and i'm like oh my god this is the life <laughs> Yeah, this is great. Oh, so I loved it. If, and when so, I was younger, go, go ahead. No, no, no. When you were younger, I and I dreamt about or a teenager or a younger person, and I dreamt about cake. I would always, I would always meet um, meet somebody. They probably wasn't worth two pennies, you know. But I would meet them and date them, and it would just, you know, be like, oh, no, I don't like you. But I, as I've gotten older, it to me it's about what, exactly what Nancy said. It's just the prosperity of it. And I have mm. what I need, and I think the dream was reminding whether I meet somebody or not. Whatever it is, there's prosperity around me, and I think the dream was just a mere reminder of that. Go ahead, Ooh, the expert. That's I awesome. love this dream. I'm just going to throw in my quick little sprinkles on top of this already full and perfect 
perfectly baked and quaffed cake. Um, going, I'm going to just, the synchronicity of it, the dream that I was sharing earlier with Nancy, my lucid dream last night, having that clarity about the distinction between wanting and having, I never before have I ever really grokked the the valuable difference. And so this mm-hmm. dream feels like there's the, there's maybe not, not necessarily the wanting, but somebody making an offer for something that might imply mm. here, do you want something that you don't already have? And I have something I'm dangling a little something over here that would be cool that maybe you might want, but saying, Hey, honey, I got not just my own piece of cake, not a little <laughs> sliver of a piece. I've got the whole darn sheet cake. I can barely carry it. So this is about having to me, I'm getting the chills on it because it feels mm-hmm. like this is, this is the feeling. Like if we wanted to just jump into rapid radical dreaming manifesting i think Mm -hmm. we would all start with that feeling of having so much because we are no matter what we're going through right now we are so rich we are so blessed we have all won the lottery no matter what we are struggling with and if we can remember that incredibly decadent level of having of already having that fullness then i think we become magnetic for so much more and even if the more doesn't come instantly we're already full yeah everything else is just yeah. merely not even icing on the cake but but little twinkles and sprinkles on top of the already iced cake so she's got the whole cake in, in her, her mouth <laughs> Denise, thank you so much, honey. Your your dreams are often very prophetic to me. So they're they're not just, you know, like a random thing. So I so appreciate you. Thank you for sharing your awesome dreams. I want to ask you one quick question because I went on your website the other day and I'm a little confused, which don't take much lately. What is the class on the, am I saying it right? I don't want to say something bad on the, the awakening. Am I saying it right? It's awakened dreamer. Yeah. Is that it? Awake. So there's two things. The Awakened Dreamer, um, the the Way of the Awakened Dreamer was a program that I just facilitated with the Shift Network, and it's it's now it's available in an archive. And you have to go to now. It's not like there's an easy link to get there, but you can go to the Shift Network and look up faculty, put in my name, and under it it will have the programs that I've done. And then you have to click on like a customer service link to see if they can get it for you, which they can, of course. And I. I don't know what, you know, how that works, but yeah, that program just completed, but we do have new things coming up. We've got the dream work practitioner training that's coming mm-hmm. up soon yeah. in the next few months, which I would love to have you join. Um, and so this yeah. is more of like kind of a, a way to be able to be, have like a spiritual yeah. coaching, spiritual dream coaching certification. And that's, that's going to, okay. yep. Yeah. And then we also have yeah. wild women wild women Wednesdays that is coming back starting in April. So it's the first Wednesday of every month, starting next month in April. So that's Wednesdays from three to five Pacific time. That's six to eight Eastern time. So you can find out about that on my website. So thanks to no, Thanks for that one. question. Yeah. I want the other one. I want the one you just said before that, that that's what, yeah. that's what pulls me in. Great. Go, yeah, you can check that. You just go to my homepage, kellysullivanwalden.com, and there's a big banner towards the bottom for dream work practitioner training. And I'm really excited okay. about it. It's been 10 years since I've done a course like this. And I, it's, it's like what I did for dream, dream, what was it? Dream life coach training, but it's the 2.0 and it's much more succinct. So yay. I'm looking forward to having you there with us, Denise. All right. Thanks. Next. 
dreamer. Thank you so much. Let's bring on Miss um, Le- Leilani. Leilani Love. What you got cooking, Leilani hey, Love? Hey. Oh, my goodness. I'm on an epic road adventure. I have traveled across the U.S. to southern Florida by myself, and I'm headed back west. Wow. And I'm just on this epic, epic journey. There's been so many miracles. I just might have to write a book about it one day. But Oh, God, I hope I love you do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, including a man from Brazil. So we'll just say that. Hey, you pray love so, your own version. Right. Well, maybe. I don't know. So anyways, <laughs> I missed your show, and I love that it's Q&A because I had this fascinating dream. I just pulled over so I could concentrate. Great. I was me, and I ended up walking into this lush green field. And sometimes the colors in my dreams are so vivid, I don't even think they're in this reality. The, gra- the green was so vibrant. Mm. that it was almost electrifying and there was this big ship that was there that kind of looked like a Noah's Ark. So I went up and went in and of course a magical being met me kind of like the one that comes in my other dreams but different. This one had like um, one of those coats that's short in the front with tails and he had knickers on and funky boots (laughs) and this big top hat with feathers coming out and he was fun and magical and kind of bounced as he walked. And he led me to this room, and there was a long wood table, and he sat me down, and there was a bowl of anchovies that were alive. <gasps> and I was handed chopsticks that were gold and, you know, encouraged to eat them. I, I, I'm not going to eat live anchovies, so I just started stirring that area, and, op- and the cosmos opened up. As my vision went into the cosmos, I then was taken down a hall with all these doors, greeted by a different being, almost like a, kind of like a wizard type energy. Like a what? And he had a magic, like a wizard type energy. (laughs) And he was tall, and and all the communication is via the mind in in this Uh dream. It's telepathic. And we go down this long hall, and I turn to my right, and there's a round door. And I love round doors. I love round windows. And it mm. was orange with a gold handle. And he, what? I stopped there. So he took his magic wand, and he tapped the, the knob, and the door opened. And I walked out, and I was immediately what I felt like was in the Mediterranean in Spain on the coast. And it was just, again, a field of lush beauty, but I could smell the Mediterranean Ocean, and I just fell over and was laying there sobbing uh, with joy and with emotion. I think I've shared before, I feel like I belong in Spain. I know I've had a lot of past lives there that were really wonderful, and I just crave being there, but it's not my time to go. And, uh, and then I woke up. Whoa. Oh my goddess. Oh my yeah. goddess. So much here. Wow. Okay, Nancy T. No, you have to go first. Okay. There are so many colors. I want to so hear what much. you have to say. Go. Okay. Oh my lord. Let me just ask you first. So, um, Leilani, mm-hmm. there's so much here. Um, what okay. if of all of the things, what's the most standout part that you're most curious about? The bowl of anjovies that turned into the cosmos with chopsticks. Yeah. 
golden chopsticks. Definite golden chopsticks, and then definitely the mm. boat because it was kind of it was huge and it was top sided and it was on grass. And oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is one of those dreams that could be unpacked over a lifetime and maybe then some. So mm. this is nowhere near the finale of this. But if it were my dream and I am placed this bowl of of live anchovies in front of me. So the, everything about this dream is so extraordinary. It's like um, Alice in Wonderland. It's Leilani in Wonderland. <laughs> but so anchovies. <laughs> if it's my dream, they're, they're little fish, they're little, they're, they're connected to the ocean and I'm Mm. married to a Pisces. So I'm very connected to the fact that Mm. Pisces and fish, they're very deep and very, it's, it's very much, um, a a numinous dream as they would say, like, this is about, Mm. this is a, this is very much about the realm of spirit. And even Mm. though, and being invited to eat them in waking life, that'd be kind of like, Ooh, but the invitation to eat them would be about the invitation to kind of ingest this. But short of that, it's like just spin spiraling around with these fish feels like it's in the same way that the ocean is connected to the, the tides are connected to the moon connected to the cosmos. It's like, there's this, this connectedness between this very simple thing that I'm stirring and, and the whole cosmos that's opening up. So that, and the fact that it's golden chopsticks, anytime gold shows up in a dream, this is a nod from the late, great Jeremy Taylor. He said, pay attention when gold shows up. It means that there is something very, very spiritual being revealed. The, so, so it's the implement, it's the tool that I'm using to stir this up that is that I that I have in my hand. I have the tool in my hand. And it's something that is it's it's a tool that you normally eat with. So there's something about even though I'm not eating in the dream, there's something that's it's like I'm ingesting this this wild this wildness. All I know is that going beyond that, the the bright colors of the the gold, the the round orange door, and then the green grass to me, all of this just speaks of this heightened state of consciousness. And it's, it Mm. feels like, even though it, it, you didn't say it was a lucid dream, I would say in my conversation with Robert Wagner, we were talking at the very end of this interview about, and this is a little, I guess, um, spoiler alert. (laughs) You were saying the goal in dreaming. And I so, uh, so approve of this. He said, it's not necessarily to become lucid in the dream so that we can control it. It's about raising our awareness dreams Mm. that raise our awareness. And when we do that, it's almost like ding, 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 the universe, the dream maker gives us a reward. So there's one reward after the next, after the next, after the next in this dream so much that I'm sobbing with joy. It's almost like there could be no greater telltale sign of hitting the right mark than that than those tears of joy and, and gratitude for the beauty. So that's kind of, and then I just personally also concur about, I have a personal connection with Spain as well. And that symbolizes Mm. this life of like, Mm. it's sexy, it's free, there's music, it's passionate, it's alive, it's spiritual. So it feels like all of this is pointing towards human 2.0 of my inner Leilani Mm. aspect. Okay. Nancy T take a stab. 
All right. I'll tell you, um, if I look straight at that part and I do, when you talked about the cosmos and things transforming into the cosmos before you even got there with all the bright colors, I was like, this is something from the other side. When you said everything was telepathic, everything I've ever heard about people spending time on the other side is, is it's all, it's all energetic exchange without actual words coming out of the mouth. So this felt very much like a, a connection to your higher self or you, you know, in another place only to end up in the place where you most desire Spain. So when I look at you not eating the anchovies, for me, it was, it was almost like a, when we don't just gobble up the scenery, we don't just eat everything in sight and be gluttonous. Look what is open unto us, the cosmos and our ultimate dream of being where we want to land. And so there was just a part of not partaking in it, but noticing it and saying, you know, you've been offering me this and you've even given me the implements to, you know, the tools to take care of this. I'm going to pass and instead almost like honoring the, the life of the anchovy, then the, then the cosmos go bam and they're wide open just wide open to you and you land in the place where your heart is. And I can relate to that because I have a couple places like that. I haven't been to Italy yet because I'm saving the trip for a very special moment for me with Kelly. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) I want someone who won't judge me if I accidentally kiss a guy on this middle of the street, but, um, (laughs) but, but I have, I have a connection to Italy and I have a connection to the Mediterranean because of that. And I even have a connection to California like that. When I get there, there's this part of me that's like, oh, I'm home and it feels so good in my heart and my soul. And so when you speak of Spain and talk about those tears, I felt all of that inside Mm -hmm. me and all of what I experienced. Mm. So were my dream, I would be very excited that the cosmos are open unto me and it's a quick reminder of that and that, you know, I do have Spain in my future. That's what I I think, Mm. oh, with all of that, I want to just add one little drop about the ship that I've totally forgot. And I, you said something, Chelsea, about the relationship. And I just saw that I was like, oh, the ship, the relationship has come to me. It's like, it's, it's this thing that normally is out on the, out in the, in the wild. It's like on dry land and it's come to me. It's come to my shore. Mm. I, it's like, Mm. so there's like on, if this dream wasn't already spectacular, it's like, (laughs) let's just add that to it. So honey, thank you. This is one of these dreams. (laughs) I just wanted to say one more thing. You know how I was looking at my my dreams. I'm still having dreams that are futuristic. And I just finished the divine matrix book by Greg Braden. And he talks about that a little bit. And I highly, highly recommend this book. I am now living in a divine matrix and every thought, action, word, or deed that I do, it, it ripples out into the divine matrix. So that's one way to create peace in our world is to be peace inside. And that's why I continue to have an epic Mm. journey, even though the world of effects is in chaos, I'm going to continue to be epic, to be loving, to be peace out in the world, no matter where I go and to continue on my adventure until I'm guided to stop. So please get the divine matrix and uh, and thank you so much. I missed your show and I I appreciate you both. Love you, honey. Thank you so much. Love you. Thank you. Awesome. Congratulations. (laughs) Okay. Miss Chelsea Lee. Chelsea Lee. Okay. What's on your heart today, honey, after all that? (laughs) Hey, ladies. Well, those are some pretty epic dreams. Um, yeah. 
Um, we're in good company also, with you. Uh, not been, you know, remembering as easily my dreams lately. I feel that drain. Um, so, mm. um, I had a handful of dreams when I went to Costa Rica and when I was in Costa Rica, I was hoping to have like these, you know, like dream with the land, dream with Costa Rica, like swim with the dolphin type dreams. And no, those are not the dreams I proceeded to have that week. Um, so I just want to share a snippet of one of those. And I thought maybe it's time to start. I didn't write them down. I didn't share them. So I was like, well, maybe it's time to start working on those (laughs) dreams from Costa Rica. So um, the dream I had, um, it was like I was going home to go to bed. But instead of going home to my home, um, my bed was outside of like a a bank drive-up ATM kind of uh, (laughs) location. So, and it's outside, so um, my bed's out there, and I'm getting into bed and, like, taking my shoes off, and all of a sudden, um, over the edge of the bed, I see, like, uh, alligators or crocodiles. They're, like, trying to jump up into the bed with me, and that was just the snippet that I had, but, yeah. Okay, give us, give us, I mean, we've got just a couple of minutes, but, like, one or two words for a drive-up ATM, what does that mean to you, and an alligator? Um, the only work I've done with that is, um, the drive up ATM, um, maybe relates to like my money and money mindset, money relationship aspect. Yeah. And, uh, the crocodile reminding me of kind of like, uh, how they jump and snap and grab and kind of maybe the correlation between the two. So I, just because we only have a minute here, I'm going to just dive in really quickly. So sometimes I think that when, if it were my dream, because I tend to be a creative, touchy-feely, lovey-dovey person, the money aspect of things, it can seem kind of cold-blooded. It can seem kind of like, I get shocked by money issues sometimes because it's not normally the water I swim in. So sleeping outdoors feels like it's it's the most vulnerable way to be is sleeping and to be outdoors feels vulnerable. And yet I would say that if it were my dream, it also could represent intimacy and possibly even I'm getting into bed with this aspect of myself that has not necessarily been my friend not it's it's felt like swampy scary waters and yet I'm willing to make my bed it's like if you make your bed there <laughs> go lie in it it's like so that we can learn about it so that we can get intimate with it and so we can make it a friend we can make it a lover we can we can discover that maybe in this cold blood because money app issues can be kind of cold and kind of just the facts ma'am sign here there's no there's no emotion so in that I feel like there's there's this regenesis um, around money issues and that's the hope that I have from this dream for me and hopefully for you and for all of us listening thank you so much for joining us on the show today thank you Nancy T thank you everyone until we meet again next week don't take your dreams lying down may they all be so sweet thank you for listening this is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, 
and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.